This podcast of Central Indiana Today is brought to you by Figment 2 McDonald's. Stop by any of their stores in Avon, Brownsburg, Danville, Speedway, and 10th Street, next to Ben Davis High School, for great specials, including the 2 for 250 and 2 for $5. They also have all-day breakfast items, which now include biscuits and McGriddles. And coming soon to the Danville location, Wednesdays will be family night. Figment 2 McDonald's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today and WYRZ 98.9. Hello, this is Kevin Kersey of the Kevin Kersey Agency. The Kevin Kersey Insurance Agency, a member of the Farmers Insurance Group, can help you with your home, life, auto, or business needs. And our phone number is 317-286-3481. We can also be found on Facebook at the Kevin Kersey Agency or at our website, www.farmersagent.com forward slash K Kersey. Hey, Hendricks County, this is radio and TV commentator Abdul Hakim Shabazz, the editor and publisher of IndiePolitics.org. It's a place where smart Hoosiers get their news. Although the state house is just a few miles away, we know sometimes it seems like a million miles. But you know what? When it comes to issues like road funding, schools, putting more Hoosiers to work, and fighting the drug epidemic, those issues hit close to home. That's why we want you to bookmark IndiePolitics.org. At IndiePolitics.org, we bring you in-depth comprehensive coverage of the big issues faced in Indiana. And we also bring you Indiana's newsmakers in their entirety. And here's what's even better. It doesn't cost you a thing. So pay us a visit. IndiePolitics.org. It's where smart Hoosiers get their news. The Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today on 98.9 WYRZ. Today's program is made possible by the Kevin Kersey Agency. And now here's your host, Rob Kendall. Welcome into another edition of Central Indiana Today. I'm Rob Kendall. Thanks for joining us. Joining you today from, well, Studio B here in the uh, WYRZ makeshift studio. Still under... Uh, under renovation, but uh, with us today to talk about something very important going on in the state and our nation, the one and only Scott Strong. Scott, how are you? I'm doing good. Thanks for being with us. Great to be here. Of course, you are a, t- tell me, you're a data guru, you're yep. a political historian, and your job, your main job is you work for a big four accounting firm. You look at data and tell people what's going on. Yeah, we do predictive analysis on trends to see what's developing in the future from the patterns that have come in the past. All right, so that we're going to we're going to talk about predictive analysis today and how once again we're right. Yes, we're right all the time, <laughs> and uh, we were right about something big this time. Sometimes mm-hmm. we're right about small things. Sometimes we're right about big things. But today was a big one. On Sunday, Joe Donnelly, United States Senator, who we had on the show on Friday, yeah. came out and said he is going to vote uh, for Neil Gorsuch's nomination to the United States Supreme Court. Yeah, big breaking news. Yeah, and uh, of course, as we said, we had Donnelly on the show on uh, Friday, and uh, he was a little uh, vague on how he was still going to vote. He said, of course make- he was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, said, <laughs> he said, I'll make up my mind over the weekend, but we had been telling people for really over a month now he was going to vote for Gorsuch. Yes, that's true. And so Sunday was an excellent day for him to announce because most of the Democratic base is not paying heavily attention to what he was saying. Now, why, in your opinion, did he vote to... He's going to vote for Gorsuch. Why is that? It's basically a numbers game. I mean, Indiana was obviously a plus 19 state for Trump, um, so there's still remnants of a strong move for Trump in supporting his agenda, and um, one of his big agenda items was the Supreme Court. So without him 
um, voting that way, he could be in danger because he's up for election next year. But he, you'll notice, and you've you mentioned this even before we went on the air, many of the, the senators that are in GOP-leaning red states are all breaking and going for this. But I imagine there will be just enough people to do a filibuster for Schumer if he still wants to in the Senate. Yeah, and we're going to go into a little bit of detail tonight on WIBC. If you're so inclined, you want to hear more of me, I'll be on tonight, 9 to 11 on WIBC. We're going to go into greater detail on this. Uh, but they're really not only guys like Donnelly, and we like Donnelly, good uh-huh, friend of yeah. the show, very nice guy, very nice to me, uh, very, very nice guy. Yep. Um, but uh, Donnelly trying to split the baby, the Democrats trying to split the baby, mm-hmm. because at the end of the day, their goal is to protect a whole lot of red state Democrats that are up for re-election next year, yet still filibuster Gorsuch. That's right. So the filibuster rules, for those who don't know, you have to get, currently, you have to get 60 senators to consent to do something. Right. So if you get 59, you're out of luck. That's right. Okay. Uh, if you get, uh, if so that would, there's 52 Republicans mm-hmm. in the United States Senate. So that means seven Democrats could vote to confirm Gorsuch. And at the end of the day, then still not get enough votes to confirm him. That's exactly right. All right. So if they don't get to 60, what happens? Well, probably what's going to be put in is a trend that the Democrats started years ago um, on federal appellate court judges where they are going to do what's called the nuclear option. And that's basically where they change the rules and say you only need 51 votes to confirm somebody in a Supreme Court. It's never been done before, um, but... Um, the Democrats were the ones that changed that rule to keep the de- the Republicans from filibustering um, Barack Obama's nominees over the last eight years. The lower court judges, yes, the, yes. the appeals court, and things yep. of that nature. Yep. And it's an interesting science because Schumer, Chuck Schumer, who's mm-hmm. the leader of the Senate, has come out and said uh, Gorsuch is not getting his 60 votes. That's what he says, yes. And usually when... The big bosses come out and say something in a definitive. Usually, if they're not sure or they think it might go another way, they'll go, Well, we're going to put up a good fight or it's going to be a struggle for him. He has said he will not get his 60 votes. That usually means they've counted and that's going to happen. Yeah, so they, they probably had a caucus meeting, just like our caucuses have here in Indiana, where they sat in a room and they said, you know, Donnelly said, if I vote for this, I will lose, and you're going to lose even more two years from now. And so they did a calculation, and they probably came up with exactly seven senators that would not vote for him. Now, what is old is new again, because yes. this is exactly how the health care bill yes. unfolded in 2010, and what happened... This was primarily in the House, mm-hmm. was a couple of Democrat, endangered Democrat congressmen who knew if this thing passed, knew they were going down. Or That's right. There was a good chance they were going down. Uh, got free passes to vote no once they had got to their number. Exactly. So the, the thing to watch here is not necessarily how one vote goes, but look how the trend of these guys vote. So they switch the votes around in states that are going to help them in their elections, but when they need them, they'll call them back into the fold when that is. So they're kind of on um, repertoire of saying, you're on loan to those guys till we need you again. And this is a huge difference between the Democrats and Republicans. You don't see this sort of stuff, this splitting the baby, (laughs) you can vote yes, you can vote no, because they know guys like Donnelly, Donnelly's doing the right thing, and he should be applauded for for doing that, but uh, they know, like Clara McCaskill in Missouri or John Tester in uh, Montana— 
who have voted um, – who said they are going to vote no, they are not representing the majority of their constituents. That's exactly right. So they're, they're, they're doing this as, as it's kind of a, a thing. I'm with you now. You know, it's all about those re-elections. And these people are toast because, yes. look, um, Gorsuch is not – Gorsuch is the best the Democrats are going to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's not a bork. Nope. He's not a flamethrower. He may be somewhat conservative in his ideology. He certainly, I don't think, is conservative as Scalia was. No. Um, so what, what's probably going to happen here is he's the he was the most safest choice because he had gone through unopposed for his fellow, you know, for the circuit appointment. So it's hard for them to say that there's anything wrong with him. So this is kind of the litmus test. If the Democrats make the Republicans go nuclear, you'll probably even get more conservative judges in the future. This is probably in their best interest to pass him so that the nuclear option is not put into place. You're listening to Central Indiana Today. I'm Rob Kendall along with Scott uh, Scott Strong talking about Joe Donnelly's uh, announcement yesterday that he will support the nomination of Neil Gorsuch to the Supreme Court. We told you this a month ago. Yes. So you already knew that, but it became a uh, official. Uh, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we will talk about how the landscape in American politics has changed and why that is important in this particular issue. You're listening to Central Indiana Today. Hi, this is Billy Joe with Three Dimensions Salon, inviting you to come see us at 729 North Green Street, Suite D in Brownsburg. At Three Dimensions, we believe life isn't about finding yourself. It's about creating yourself. Three Dimensions has an awesome array of services, including designer cuts, highlights, and color blending. We are now taking appointments. Find out for yourself the difference we can make by calling 317-852-5577. Get more information about Three Dimensions Salon by liking our Facebook page. This is Amanda Johnson with Wiley's Brownsburg. Wiley's is a locally owned ice cream shop located at 1022 East Main Street in Brownsburg. We offer delicious ice cream cones, sundaes, shakes, malts, and bubble tea. Wiley's is open Sunday through Thursday, 1230 to 9, Friday and Saturday, 12 to 930. More information about our flavors and specialty sundaes can be found on our Facebook page or Instagram account by searching Wiley's Brownsburg. Wiley's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today. Go Bulldogs! This is Jody Harley with Brownsburg Academy. Brownsburg Academy provides child care for families with classes focusing on child development. Brownsburg Academy provides daily activity reports, progress reports, and monthly newsletters to parents. Our hours of operations are 6 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. Brownsburg Academy is located at 685 Patrick Place. More information can be found at brownsburgacademy.com or by calling 317-858-8033. This is Dave Thomas for TNT Tax. TNT Tax is a local small business that performs tax preparation for personal and sole proprietor businesses as well as LLCs. My wife and I have been preparing taxes together in our family-owned business for 25 years. TNT Tax is located at 5389 Rockville Road, Suite 900 in Indianapolis. Our phone number is 317-244-7900. Indiana Family Dentistry is located at 505 North Green Street in Brownsburg. Dr. Will Hine practices general and cosmetic dentistry with services ranging from veneers and whitening to implants and complete smile restorations. 
Indiana Family Dentistry's phone number is 852-5999 and website is infamilydentistry.com. Indiana Family Dentistry is a proud supporter of Hendricks County and Community Radio. You're listening to Central Indiana Today. I'm Rob Kendall along with Scott Strong talking about the big announcement yesterday in Indiana politics. United States Senator Joe Donnelly, who was just on this show Friday, uh, said he will support the nomination of Neil Gorsuch to the United States Supreme Court. And, uh, you know, I we, I told you, we told you yep. a month ago he was going to do this. Mm-hmm. But I really knew it on Friday because I asked him about what he was going to do. And he said, oh, I'm going to make up my mind this weekend. <laughs> and uh, you don't tip. And he knew we were going to use that interview on WIBC as well. You don't tip your hand yep. like that if you're going to vote against the will of your constituents. And overwhelmingly, Indiana wants uh, Gorsuch confirmed because they're behind Trump. So we knew it then. Yes. Yeah, it was, it was pretty obvious. So, uh now, here's where we're at, Scott. This is very interesting in uh, American politics. The idea that even 10 years ago that the nuclear option... By the way, tell again everybody who may be just tuning in what the nuclear option is. Yeah, the nuclear option is this thing used to... Um, in, in the Senate, the rules are... It's, it's an old gentleman's club kind of per se where you would have to have 60 votes or 60 percent of the people agree to go forward on something so if you had less than that then that would be called you know stopping something in a filibuster so the democrats started this um, about 10 years ago with obama and um, basically blowing up the um, circuit court federal appeals um, appointees by the by the judiciary saying that we no longer needed that rule it just an up or down vote 5150 and not to be a give you a history lesson here but the United States Senate uh, by design is supposed to be that way the yes. founders envision the house being the voice of the common folk yep and the Senate being the voice of the elitist, the old man chamber where yes. things go to die. The founders wanted legislation to be hard to pass. Yes. And by design, they believed the Supreme Court was very important. So they said advice and consent, as they call it, has to go through the Senate. They wanted there to be a high threshold. And the Senate, over time, it it wasn't initially when the country was founded, but over time, has adopted this 60-vote threshold because of the tradition of the of the Senate where things are cumbersome and very clunky and yeah and so it's a traditional thing of these rules that are in place the idea of the Senate was we had equal representation from every state so some state back in that day was like Virginia or Pennsylvania or New York which were big couldn't dominate Rhode Island Rhode Island had the same um, authority to say their piece as anybody else Now, as you said, a couple of years ago, the Senate elected to change its, uh, I'm doing air quotes here, (laughs) time-honored rules, because the only thing these guys really time-honored are themselves. Yes. uh, And get some of these appellate court judges or appeals court judges confirmed because the Republicans were executing their uh, prerogative that had been time-honored in the Senate. And keep in mind, there uh, was a very famous Republican Supreme Court judge within the past 30 years, Robert Bork. Yes. Who was filibustered in the very famous, disgusting Ted Kennedy speech. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, but the Republicans stood behind that. They didn't invoke the nuclear option. They let Bork's nomination. Boy, wouldn't have that have changed the country oh, if yes. Bork would have been appointed? Oh, certainly. Sure would have. So this is a, so they did a limited nuclear option eight years ago, and now they're going to decry it if the Republicans do the other side. But in some ways, I think that Trump and the Republicans would probably like to see them filibuster. Yeah, so at the time, the Republicans said, and the these whiners like McCain are the reason the Democrats got the Senate to begin with. Said, "Oh, you guys are going to regret this." 
that mm-hmm. uh, you're going to really regret this change in the rules, and uh, the, the Democrats did it. Yep. And I don't even blame them because you look at with things like the travel ban, how important these appeals courts have become. Oh, yes. The Democrats are getting their money's worth for doing that. Oh, yes. They, they've gotten paid off um, seven ways from Sunday. Yeah, I mean, so they are. <laughs> it's not like now they're going, oh, my gosh, we're going to lose the Supreme Court. See, we really regret this. No, they got many, many judges appointed who are now causing chaos yes. for the Trump administration on things like the travel ban, and I'm sure will for a long time. And it, what a lot of people don't realize is it's, it's very hard to get something to the Supreme Court. There's a lot of things that appeals courts appoint. The Supreme Court just go, we have time, we're not hearing it. That's right. And that becomes the law, basically. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so trust me, don't grieve for the Democrats. But uh, Schumer uh, came out, as we said earlier, yep. Charles Schumer, head of the Democrats, said Gorsuch is not getting to uh, 60 votes, and we dare the Republicans to enact a filibuster. And there was a time where you'd go, well, that's it. It's over. It's over. <laughs> but it is absolutely they're going to nuke the fil- the filibuster, right? Yes, they are. So it's one of these things where they're like, give us a reason to do this. You know, give us a reason to enact this. And that's exactly what they're setting them up for. So to get back to Don Lee, he's the big news. Don yep. Lee said he would vote uh, yes uh, on the nomination. As Trump very famously told a bunch of uh, never-Trump voters during the election, uh, because people say, well, why did Don Lee do this? As Trump once told a, a group of his own voters, you have no other choice. That's right. <laughs> Take us through the landscape for Don Lee and why he had to do this. Because not only did he have to do it because it's constituency, but he's got uh, he's got a job review coming up uh, next year. Yes. Yeah, so if you remember right, he barely slipped through in an election victory in 2012 when the Murdoch incident came up. Uh, Murdoch upseat um, longtime-serving U.S. Senator Richard Lugar, and so he got in in kind of an upset victory. And so now six years later, it's coming up. But we will, as you guys, every everybody saw, we were record amount of money sent in the U.S. Senate race in Indiana in the last election. That's going to happen again because Donnelly is one of the top two seats that they could deem as vulnerable because he's in a traditional Republican state, plus 19. I don't think all those Trump voters are going to turn out, but it's going to be a close election. Well, here's the deal. And Rakita and Messer, who are the two favorites to mm-hmm. run for that seat as the Republicans, are going to learn this the hard way. The Trump voter is not a Republican voter. We yes. tried to tell people this. Yes. By the way, we were at a meeting the other day. Yes, we were. And our good friend Abdul, we love Abdul. Yes. Abdul, <laughs> my WIBC co-worker, uh, the great Abdul. You hear him on this mm-hmm. show uh, quite a bit. Very good at what he does. But he was talking about how it was surprising to some people at how Trump carried the state. Yes. And now Trump carried the other candidates. And we were looking at each other laughing because everybody was nodding their head going, yes, that was very surprising. And we said... <laughs> No, we told you people this a year ago that we had to pick Trump because he would carry the state. So we're always right. That's yes. the moral of the story. That's right. right. Anyway, I'm going to give you another bit of insight here that everybody a year from now will go, oh, what happened? Um, the Trump voter is not a Republican voter. A lot of them will be a Donnelly voter. Yeah, or a lot of them won't even show up again to vote. Yeah, because the Donnelly voter is a moderate Democrat. It's There'll be some Republican crossover. There's a lot of independent because Don Lee, uh, and again, friend of the show, we love Don yep. Lee, very nice guy. Doesn't mean I'm going to vote for him, but a good guy, uh, is very good 
at, as we called it earlier, splitting the baby. He really is, and he has probably one of the best constituent services programs in the country, and that's all about in, in, endearing yourself to the voter. Plus, he's already been out campaigning. He brought Cory Booker into Indianapolis. Abdul was, has been talking about it, um, and he's already been going to predominantly black African-American churches to campaign early. Yeah, it's a really hard thing to be that good at your job. And got to remember, Donnelly before, if it weren't for Murdoch putting his foot in his mouth, Donnelly doesn't exist. Murdoch exactly. had it won. Mur- yeah. Murdoch had it won. He was headed towards a congressional defeat in his former congressional job, and it was like, well, you just barely won. The districts have been redrawn. You're probably going to lose. What are you going to do? Well, if I'm going to go out, I might as well go out running for senator. And he wins. Yeah. <laughs> and, and and so uh, it's like Lazarus rising that's, from the grave. That's exactly um, right. But Donnelly is one of the few guys who could go – Openly, because a lot of times these politicians will uh, morph. They'll mm-hmm. morph on who they are based on where they're at. Donnelly's one of the few guys who you would go, well, he can go to these uber-liberal places like these predominantly African-American churches yep. and still come on the Rob Kendall's show, and Rob Kendall says nice things about him. Now, again, it doesn't mean I'm going to vote for Donnelly, but yeah. it, you know, it's hard to not like Donnelly. He's a very nice guy. We like people to say nice things about us. Yes, That's how exactly. we operate. I told somebody that the other day. They go, well, what's your thing now? I said, I like people that are nice to me. That's it. That's my <laughs> only credit. If you say nice things publicly about me, I'm a fan. Um, but that was seriously. So he is about 60-40 on the Trump nominations, and the ones he voted against were the super controversial ones that even some of the Republicans didn't like. So he's yep. got cover like on Betsy DeVos or yes. people like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so he is uh, – He tell, tell everybody – what, what the impact would have been if he had not voted for Gorsuch. So the the impact would be I'm immediate, and number one, um, it would be a huge landswell of people again saying, hey, this is a lot of people voted for Trump because of his stance on the Supreme Court. It would have invigorated that voter. So this is a smart move because now by doing this, that person that – he doesn't want to show up, might not show up, or if they do show up, they may they may go into the, the mantra of saying, hey, Donnelly's an okay guy to support. So it could have been his own election defeat. Yeah, and what the, the problem the Democrats have right now is something the Republicans ran into in 2010. Now, the Republicans were smart and elected the conservatives, and mm-hmm. it became the Tea Party, and they got the House of Representatives, and then, of course, they run from it once they get elected. Yes. But the problem the Democrats have is they have a group of crazy people out there, the Bernie Sanders people, who are all threatening primaries, and those people are not winning elections. That's exactly right. Um, so the Sanders people have threatened to run a primary against Donnelly and all mm-hmm. these other senators. And so Donnelly, on these controversial ones like DeVos, who uh, a lot of people don't like anyway, said, I'm out. If yes. You need 50 votes? That's not my problem. Mm-hmm. But the ones... Um, that are slam dunk ones, that are mainstream people that people are opposing, he's on board with. So then he comes out and goes, hey, I'm bipartisan. I voted for 60% of Trump's nominees. There are just some that were just out of the mainstream, and I even voted for Gorsuch. That's exactly right. It's it's a very smart political move. And, of course, you know, he you know he is a Catholic. He Notre Dame upbringing, um, so he has some of those um, traditional Catholic values, which is also a huge uh, – a group of people that he's wanting support. So if he continues to be there, he reaches out to them, and what he needs to do is bring them into the fold for 2018. So getting back to uh, where we started this segment, I kind of veered off course there. Um, the uh, 
there was a time where you never would have saw the nuking of the fil- of the filibuster, right? No. It was the end of the game. But uh, now we live in a world where Schumer says, go ahead, nuke it. And the Republicans say, okay, we're going to do it. And so then what happens for a guy like Donnelly? This is perfect for a Donnelly. Now, the tester, the McCaskill, the Bill Nelson, the people who uh, – you ever seen the – there was a Stephen King movie called Storm of the Century mm-hmm. where uh, the this guy comes to town and he's this mystical, mythical creature who uh, the, the, you learn after like eight hours of the Stephen yeah. King movie <laughs> that he needs he wants to take a child from the town and the parents have to give him what he wants so he'll stop torturizing yes, the that's town. Right. And the parents agree and they draw it based on um, – Rocks and whoever drew the the black rock lost the kid. You yeah, remember mm-hmm. that movie? Yeah, so I think that's how they decided who got the pass to vote on Gorsuch and yes. who uh, is going to die. Yes, <laughs> politically speaking, I think uh, Tester and um, and uh, or I'm sorry, like guys like Donnelly drew the white rock and they're yes. like, yes, yes. But uh, uh, Don, what will happen is they'll not get to their sixty. Right. The Republicans have to nuke do the filibuster, and then a guy like Donnelly who comes off as bipartisan comes out and goes. More problems with Washington. More reasons they need guys like me. Yeah, he comes out and he's the the, the new modern version of Evan Bayh. It says, hey, I'm with you. I'm, I'm here with you 90% of the time when I need you. All right, we're going to take a break. <laughs> and when we come back, there are some very disappointed people in uh, Senator Donnelly's vote, no doubt. And there are people who have been out urging him to vote for Judge Gorsuch. That sounds confusing. We'll explain it next on Central Indiana Today. Rob Kendall here, speaking with Donald James from Impact Youth Mentoring. Donald, what is Impact Youth Mentoring? Rob, we are a not-for-profit group pairing mentors with at-risk youth in Hendricks County and developing tomorrow's leaders. How long has Impact Youth been around and how many children have been impacted? We were formed in 2011 and have impacted more than 125 kids through our mentoring and after-school tutoring services. So how can folks get involved with Impact Youth? We are always in need of some good folks who are interested in becoming a mentor for children in Hendricks County who could use mentoring. And if someone wants more information... You can find us on Facebook by searching Impact Youth Mentoring or at our website, impactyouthmentoring.org. The UPS Store Brownsburg is located at 124 East Northfield Drive in Brownsburg. Their phone number is 858-1422. The UPS Store Brownsburg can handle your printing needs, including color, large format, and business cards. They also do blueprints, mailers, and invitations. Thanks to owner Tom Reese and all the folks at the UPS Store Brownsburg for supporting community radio in Hendricks County. You're listening to Central Indiana Today. I'm Rob Kendall, along with Scott Strong, talking about the uh, big news in Indiana politics yesterday that uh, our own Senator Joe Donnelly will support the nomination of Neil Gorsuch to the Supreme Court. And, uh, of course, we were right on that. We told you a month ago or more that he was going to do that. And uh, speaking of things we're always right about, Mm -hmm. uh, isn't this interesting? We talked about a little talked about thing uh, a couple weeks ago, Scott, when you were here. Yep. And uh, it was whether Peyton Manning was going to run for Senate in Indiana. Yes. And then the day after we talked about it, he comes out and goes, no, the rumors are not true. We were the rumors. (laughs) Yes, we were. So so. maybe even Peyton Manning's listening. I don't know. But apparently Peyton (laughs) Manning not running for U.S. Senate. But two guys who are running for U.S. Senate is... Todd Rakita, uh, congressman for the uh, 4th Congressional District, and Congressman Luke Messer. They haven't officially announced, but I'm going to give you a little secret. They're running. <laughs> um, they uh, they are going to run, and they're going to run against each other in the Republican primary, and then the winner of that one it will get Donnelly in the fall. 
They have both been urging Donnelly to confirm Gorsuch, but now that he's done it, they're probably very disappointed. Oh, yes, definitely. So this is the East versus the West because one's from the East side of the state, one's from the West side of the state. So what's going to happen is they're probably crying in their coffee this morning saying, oh, my God, that would have been a great issue for me to use against that guy. But unfortunately for both of them, they've got to beat each other and are probably going to use up a lot of their resources in that process just to get the chance to take on Donnelly. Right, because here's what happens is, and having seen this up close, you're really running two campaigns in a Republican primary. You're running to get the conservative voter, but there's a lot of Republican voters now, especially after Murdoch, who vote on who's the best person to beat this guy. That's right. And that issue, if Don Lee votes no, becomes the made-for issue. Like, you could be anyone and win if he votes no, but now it comes back to... Who's the best person to beat this guy? Yeah, and this is going to be a tough contest between these two guys because right now it appears that the U.S. Senatorial Committee, which is Mitch McConnell, is staying out of Indiana. So Todd Young had a huge resource um, victory over Marlon Stutzman two years ago. So with this, this could be a down-to-the-hand-to-hand combat out in the the precincts. Now, tonight on WIBC, I'm not going to give the goods away for free here. i got to keep people listening more, right? I'm going to tell you who this helps. I'm not going to tell you here today, though. you got to tune in tonight, 9 WIBC. Um, if you want to know who this helps, I'm not, I'm, not going to, I'm not going to tell you. But I'm going to tell you it hurts both of them. Yes. Yeah, but I mean, I think in the Rikita versus Messer matchup, I'm going to tell you who I think this, uh, who I think this helps the most. So uh, you, you got to wait. You know, you don't give it all away for, uh, for free. And I'm also going to explain to you in a little bit more detail about uh, how this whole thing unfolded and why and and et cetera. Um, but uh, at the end of the day, we come back to Scott Donnelly had no choice. He absolutely had to do this. Yeah, he had to do it. But the good news for the voters of Indiana is that we're going to have another conservative Supreme Court justice that's going to be appointed regardless of how this turns out. Now, what's interesting is I think Schumer, and we live in this political world where the Republic, we talked about how the Democrats have set the bar for... Uh, now you can nuke the filibuster, it doesn't matter. The Republicans, though, because it used to be the big lie in politics was people hate obstruction. Like, That's right. That was the big lie So for, for these guys to vote for the yeah. big budgets and the bloated spending. Well, i got to do it because people want progress. <laughs> the Republicans shut down the government in 2013, I think it yep. was, and then won a bunch of seats in yes, 2014. And, yep. So they proved that's a lie. Now the Democrats, the Republicans... Uh, shut down the Merrick Garland's nomination yep. in 2016. Merrick Garland was Obama's nominee mm-hmm. to replace Scalia at the, on the Supreme Court, the seat that Gorsuch is up for now. Yep. The Republicans didn't give him a hearing. Everybody said, oh, the Republicans are going to pay at the ballot box. They won the presidency in a bunch of seats. That's exactly right. So people don't care. And the Democrats are making going, okay, so the precedent now is there's no political fallout for the filibuster. We were lying all those years and people want bipartisanship. So we're going to shut it down and dare you guys to do the, the filibuster. Yeah, so what, what the this last this 2018 election is the last um, – a, a, the, the last thing that Obama did in 2012 to bring a lot of Democrats in. So there's like, you know, only nine Republican seats that are up. So even if the Republicans only win part of them, they're still going to increase their majorities. Yeah, and, and 
Schumer doesn't care because he lives in New York. That's right. Like, he's getting rich and happy no matter what. That's exactly right. If he's the leader of a Democrat Senate with 40, that's the same as 48 because he doesn't care, right? Yeah. Yeah, as long as he's got his, his conceptually his 40 votes. But it's pretty bold, and I'm telling you, they are going to get those 60 votes because you do not come out in a definitive fashion and say, he's not saying they're going to stop the nomination. He said, we're going to filibuster it. So yes. He's got his, he's got his, his 40 votes, right? That's right. That's like the guy who says, I'm going to run for this office. Yeah. He's not saying he's going to win, but I'm going to run for that office. Absolutely. Scott, great job as always. Thank you very much. Thanks. Hey, don't forget to miss any part of today's show. You can check out the podcast anytime you want. We're on SoundCloud or iTunes. Download the show right to your smartphone or tablet. You can go, go back and listen uh, totally free of charge. As always, the podcast presented by McDonald's. Don't forget, you can catch me tonight, 9 o'clock, WIBC. I'm going to go into more detail and give you more goodies on what happened, why, and what's going to happen next. Until next time, I'm Rob Kendall saying have yourself a great evening. You've been listening to the Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today on 98.9 WYRZ. Made possible by the Kevin Kersey Agency. An archive of today's program can be heard at our website, wyrz.org. Tune in next time for another edition of the Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today with your host, Rob Kendall. This podcast of Central Indiana Today is brought to you by Figment 2 McDonald's. Stop by any of their stores in Avon, Brownsburg, Danville Speedway, and 10th Street, next to Ben Davis High School, for great specials, including the two for $2.50 and two for $5. They also have all-day breakfast items, which now include biscuits and McGriddles. And coming soon to the Danville location, Wednesdays will be family night. Figment 2 McDonald's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today and WYRZ 98.9. Hello, this is Kevin Kersey. Since 1968, our family has been helping customers with their insurance needs. We provide insurance coverage for life, home, auto, and recreational vehicles. And our phone number is 317-286-3481. The Kevin Kersey Agency can also be found on Facebook at The Kevin Kersey Agency or at our website, www.farmersagent.com forward slash kkersey. The Kevin Kersey Agency is a proud member of the Farmers Insurance Group. Hey, Hendricks County, this is radio and TV commentator Abdul Hakim Shabazz, the editor and publisher of IndyPolitics.org. It's the place where smart Hoosiers get their news. Although the state house is just a few miles away, we know sometimes it seems like a million miles. But you know what? When it comes to issues like road funding, schools, putting more Hoosiers to work, and fighting the drug epidemic, those issues hit close to home. So that's why we want you to bookmark IndyPolitics.org. At IndyPolitics.org, we bring you in-depth comprehensive coverage of the big issues facing Indiana. And we also bring you Indiana's newsmakers in their entirety. And here's what's even better doesn't cost you a thing. So pay us a visit, indypolitics.org. It's where smart Hoosiers get their news. Hi, this is Billy Joe with Three Dimensions Salon, inviting you to come see us at 729 North Green Street, Suite D in Brownsburg. At Three Dimensions, we believe life isn't about finding yourself. It's about creating yourself. Three Dimensions has an awesome array of services, including designer cuts, highlights, and color blending. We are now taking appointments. Find out for yourself the difference we can make by calling 317-852-5577. Get more information about Three Dimensions Salon by liking our Facebook page. This is Amanda Johnson with Wiley's Brownsburg. Wiley's is a locally owned ice cream shop located at 1022 East Main Street in Brownsburg. We offer delicious ice cream cones, sundaes, shakes, malts, and bubble tea. Wiley's is open Sunday through Thursday, 1230 to 9, 
Friday and Saturday, 12 to 9.30. More information about our flavors and specialty Sundays can be found on our Facebook page or Instagram account by searching Wiley's Brownsburg. Wiley's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today. Go Bulldogs! This is Jody Harley with Brownsburg Academy. Brownsburg Academy provides childcare for families with classes focusing on child development. Brownsburg Academy provides daily activity reports, progress reports, and monthly newsletters to parents. Our hours of operations are 6 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. Brownsburg Academy is located at 685 Patrick Place. More information can be found at brownsburgacademy.com or by calling 317-858-8033. This is Dave Thomas for TNT Tax. TNT Tax is a local small business that performs tax preparation for personal and sole proprietor businesses as well as LLCs. My wife and I have been preparing taxes together in our family-owned business for 25 years. TNT Tax is located at 5389 Rockville Road, Suite 900 in Indianapolis. Our phone number is 317-244-7900. The UPS Store Brownsburg is located at 124 East Northfield Drive in Brownsburg. Their phone number is 858-1422. The UPS Store Brownsburg can handle your printing needs, including color, large format, and business cards. They also do blueprints, mailers, and invitations. Thanks to owner Tom Reese and all the folks at the UPS Store Brownsburg for supporting community radio in Hendricks County. Rob Kendall here, speaking with Donald James from Impact Youth Mentoring. Donald, what is Impact Youth Mentoring? Rob, we are a not-for-profit group pairing mentors with at-risk youth in Hendricks County and developing tomorrow's leaders. How long has Impact Youth been around and how many children have been impacted? We were formed in 2011 and have impacted more than 125 kids through our mentoring and after-school tutoring services. So how can folks get involved with Impact Youth? We are always in need of some good folks who are interested in becoming a mentor for children in Hendricks County who could use mentoring. And if someone wants more information... You can find us on Facebook by searching Impact Youth Mentoring or at our website, impactyouthmentoring.org. Indiana Family Dentistry is located at 505 North Green Street in Brownsburg. Dr. Will Hine practices general and cosmetic dentistry with services ranging from veneers and whitening to implants and complete smile restorations. Indiana Family Dentistry's phone number is 852-5999 and website is infamilydentistry.com. Indiana Family Dentistry is a proud supporter of Hendricks County and Community Radio.